Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. Uh, hi, how are you? You look, uh, you look well. I put makeup on for today's podcast. Great. It's very important when people are listening that they know that That I've got (laughs) clean underwear on and you've put some makeup on. I showered, I washed my hair, I put some Mm -hmm. makeup on, and uh, I've done it because I have realized that uh, there are little clips from this that go on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I put them on the Instagrams, and and you want to look your best, right? I do. I do. Yeah. I'm not sure that I do look my best, but I, you know. I think you look pretty good. I was pretty, pretty kind of disturbed by the idea that you cut your own fringe recently. Yeah, it's not very good. Well, it's not, but it's not terrible or anything. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not sure I would have known. But I learned from you. I felt slightly kind of put out. Did you? Yeah, of course, yeah. It's a bit like me going to get like, test daily to present something for me yeah yes okay yeah yes, so yes. you know like i feel like no because no 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 i don't okay I don't, okay no Go for it. okay hang on i'm gonna put forward my point here mm-hmm. it's not like that at all because that would be getting somebody else that could do my job it's not like yeah. somebody else has cut my fringe it's a bit like me going to reunite two families down my street that have, that have not seen each other for their whole lives okay all right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> I'd be good at that. You know, if Nikki, right. Campbell, if Nikki Campbell wants a, wants a break from Long Lost Family or anything, he finds it too much, I would, I could easily step in. I'd be great at reuniting people. Have you ever watched it? Uh, I have watched it once, yes. Yeah, too upsetting for me. Is it really? I think so. I, I'm, a, I'm a natural, I'm a natural born crier. So mm. I cry like all the time anyway. I don't need any encouragement really. But do you not like, it's not, it, it's not a program that makes you cry um, and makes you break down. It is a program that makes you so happy. <laughs> it makes you cry. Yes, but it's, it's a good cry. I think totally you should agree. try it. I honestly think that the, the vast majority of my crying is good crying. Um, mm. I, it would just worry me that I just, be doing it a lot I'd be thinking about it a lot you know what was interesting is we knew on this subject of both just on personality tests I was asked to do a personality test last night for for some work I'm doing um, and uh, I did it and it was fascinating and then I sent it to you to do it and out of the 16 different personalities you can be me and you were both the same personality <laughs> it's quite weird that isn't it it is quite weird not and- only that only 2% of the population are of this type of personality. We were it. Out of 100 people, we are the two. Oh, God, out of the 100 people, we're the two. Yeah. I love that. It's quite an amazing statistic, isn't it? Yeah. So Reese, my partner, did it as well, and he didn't come up, obviously, like us. He came up with something else. I can't remember what it is, but it was 12%. But that's good for your business. It is, yeah. We're, we're a different, 
we've got different qualities and bring different yeah. things to the, the table. It's interesting, yeah. though, the personality test. So this was called 16personalities.com and it's free. And then it gives you a kind of analysis of what you are. And then you can pay for a premium page where it gives you a, a lot of in-depth stuff. I was amazed how accurate it was. Did you read the parenting bit and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's it quite... absolutely spot on for both of us. Yeah. I thought we might be a bit different, but we're actually exactly the same. Mm. I've always thought that we were very similar in our outlook on life. Mm. I mean, we're different because we're different people, but that, that those funny personality traits, are mm. it's quite amazing, isn't it? So anyway, mm. go and have a look at that, um, by the way, folks, 16personalities.com. It's a great little recommendation. I've wanted to do a personality test for ages, but I've always been slightly nervous in case it has me down as a total kind of narcissistic loony. But it didn't do that, thank God. It didn't. And it's free. That's a really important thing. And mm. it's quite a laugh. And it's quite funny to do it with your whole family and get everybody tested and then all laugh at each other's personality uh, yeah. traits. It's a good oh my laugh. God, that really is you as well. I can't believe that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like funny, the best it? sort of astrology ever. Mm. Yeah. You know, astrology tells you what your personality and everything, mm. but this is actually based on your personality. Yeah, and it's backed up by lots of science. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, are you drinking hot tea there? It looks very yes. nice. You drink tea in a very kind of um, inspirational way. It makes me <laughs> want to drink tea. <laughs> I think, gosh, she makes that look so good. But when I get tea, I think it's not that good. <laughs> how do you make it look so good? What? No, but what? How was I? Do how was I drinking inspirationally? Just, I love well, that. It's maybe enthusiastically is maybe a better word. It's like oh, you're, guzzle, you're guzzling it down like it's like, oh, wow. Like the, it's the nectar. It's the, you know, it's the yolk of the egg. It's like the best You know why bit. you it's... don't ever get it like this? Because I never finish a cup of tea. I only have three mouthfuls and then I'll, the rest of it goes. That was full at the beginning of this yeah. podcast. Uh, you very kindly bought me for Christmas a, a cup warmer. So it's like a it's like a coaster that gets plugged into a USB port and it heats up. And you can put your tea on it and it keeps your tea or coffee hot. This is perfect for me because I, I use a microwave to reheat my tea every kind of 10 or 15 minutes. And I probably do that two or three times over one cup of tea. Now I don't need to do that. It just stays hot on the plate. So thank you for that. It's a really great gift. And I don't I think, think we, we reviewed did it. recommend it. I think we did it before oh, we did. Christmas. I think we did. Okay. So it was just, was it just on Amazon? Yeah. But it's good. I've been, I've used it the last three mornings and think. I can't, and it I works. Have, I don't know. I live without it. I was like, this is incredible. It's a total Aww. game changer. Oh, Hashtag I'm really cup warmer. Yeah, very good. I'm going to start off by saying welcome to Making the Cup podcast. It's a, yes. a podcast that features me, Davina McCall, and uh, Michael Douglas, who's over there at his house. We're both locked down. We're recording this separately. And uh, we basically are recommending things to make your life easier, better, more fun, more interesting more cultural. In lockdown, we try and think about things that you can do in lockdown, things yeah. that are available for you or that might be interesting at this time, uh, especially. We're the trip advisor for your life. And this week, I bring to you, Michael Douglas, um, I bring to you three things for the home. Uh, everybody's into DIY. Everybody's trying to do a bit of home improvement in lockdown. We know that the uh, home bases and the B&Q type shops are still open. You can still go and get your DIY essentials. So I've got 
a few things uh, to talk about there. And I also have a couple of awesome TV recommendations. Me too. Got a couple of TV things as well. Yeah. In your uh, introduction there, you said, oh, you know, we, we recommend things that would improve your life, make it better, more enjoyable. Uh, I've got something that's um, perhaps not going to do that. It's going to be the opposite of that. It's going to make you uh, frightened and, uh, and, and probably not recommend it for other people. It's a, a, a documentary about a serial killer. Oh, Yes, I yeah. I definitely think I need to watch this from the beginning. It, the bit that I dipped into. Oh yes, yes. On the telly, I did think it looked really good, but I just mm. I think I need to watch it myself. Yes, you do need to get involved mm. with the, the detectives. Should mm. we start with this? Seeing as though we're here. Okay. Um, yes. So this was uh, something I stumbled across because a friend of mine recommended me a documentary about a serial killer, and I plugged into Netflix as you do on a daily basis. And there was something called Night Stalker, Hunt for the Serial Killer. Now, my mate didn't recommend this. He recommended something else that I haven't seen Which yet. Which mate? Andy. I've only got one, only got one mate. <laughs> I like knowing about your mates. Yes. Okay. So your stories about your mates are brilliant. Yes. So one of my mates, as you know, is in uh, Dubai at the moment. And he's just tested yes. positive. He's just tested positive for COVID. COVID, you might be listening to this. So, Pip, if you are um, listening to this in Dubai, we hope you're all right. But I do yes. hope you've upda updated your will, like I said you should, uh, to include me for that <laughs> motorbike you've got. Remember I said I wanted that motorbike? I don't motorbike? think you should be doing this now, Michael. Just in case. You're absolutely right. So, um, yeah, that's quite quite amazing, <laughs> though, that uh, he went, he snuck off to Dubai before lockdown and decided he would stay there, only to find that he's he can't come home now. And I think um, he was deciding to stay there to stay out of the mess of, you know. <laughs> not catch bit, it. Yeah. And not catch it here because it was everywhere. It's so mm. rife. The numbers were going up yeah. and he actually ended up getting it in Dubai. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? And he didn't know he had it. No, he said he had a cold and he thought, it's not a cold, but it's definitely not COVID. And then he got a test and then he sent me the results last night on WhatsApp. He said, I can't believe it. <laughs> very badly oh. timed sneeze. That was very, a very appropriate. No, no, no. I'm no. really sorry. <laughs> this is the Instagram post. You know this. We're talking about COVID and then you sneeze. <laughs> Next thing you fall off the back of your chair. Um, <laughs> so Andy recommended me The Night Stalker on uh, Netflix. In the 1980s, we were proud of the city. LA was glamorous. But if you went around to the other side, L.A. could be a very dark place. I was on the freeway, and here comes somebody speeding, and all of a sudden he just swerves around my car. It's like he's right there, like a moment stop. And he has this horrible big grin. 7.6 on IMDb. It's a four-part documentary, true story. Uh, they're one hour, one hour each. And the Night Stalker was a serial killer in Los Angeles in 1985. And he went on a rampant killing spree over the course of about 180 days where he, he did some horrific things to people. What's interesting about watching it is if you're of our age, which a lot of people I think that listen to this perhaps are, yeah. that you'll remember the 80s very well. And you'll remember all sorts of serial killer type films like Manhunter and... Um, things like Silence of the Lambs and stuff like that. Was Henry, Henry. Henry. Henry Lee Lucas portrait of the serial killer. So, I mean, they, they touch on Henry, yeah. 
they touch on that. But Henry Lee Lucas was a liar. You know that he didn't really kill anybody. Yeah, no, was... and that really did my head in because that's the only movie I have mm. ever walked out of. And I even managed to get through J.D. Ballard's um, Crash. Okay, yes. Which is pretty, pretty horrific. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't make it through Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That it, it was too much for me. So what, what's, in, what's interesting about the link between this and that is that uh, there's two detectives in there, and one of them, Frank Solero, I think his name is, which sounds like some kind of isololly, um, uh, he, he unearthed the Hillside Strangler murders in the 70s, which Henry Lee Lucas lay claim to. He said that he'd killed all those people. It was only uh... under investigation that they realised it wasn't him at all, it was these two cousins. Anyway, Frank Solero was this super hotshot detective in L.A. at the time. But they probably based people like Dirty Harry on and stuff like that, you know. Mm. Um, and you can see that when you see him in the way he wears these suits and these glasses and his hair and everything. He's not glamorous at all. You know, like they're the most unglamorous, like Crockett and Tubbs, Miami Vice guys you've ever seen, you know. But uh, Yeah, like bit... who looks like them? Yeah, What exactly. police officers look like them? Look, no. look like Crockett and Tubbs in them. Ferrari Testarossa so they're, they're traditional detectives and um, uh, Frank, Frank Solero unearthed the hillside stranglers so he was considered like the go-to detective and then there's a younger detective who starts off as a beat cop well he goes to Vietnam first starts as a beat cop and then is desperate wow. to become a detective and gets taken on by Frank Solero's team to start working homicide and then as soon as he starts all of a sudden these this the night stalker starts to strike and he's doing all sorts of horrific things. But one thing he does do is leave a pentagram on the walls or the victims in blood. So now oh, you've God. seen this in all sorts of uh, horror movies and thriller movies. Yeah. About those. So what's weird is you feel like you're watching a drama that you've already seen. That's what's real. That's what the brilliance of this thing is, is you feel like you already know the story because I would have thought it's inspired a hundred different cop dramas uh, over the last, you know, 30 years or something like that. But it's real. But, but it's real. And the footage they've got is fantastic because it looks like 90s, 80s LA. It feels like you're watching Miami Vice. And it's really fascinating. The cop cars look like they're all out of a movie. You know, the whole thing feels like it's it's not a documentary at all. And the other thing that now, mm. when you think about police work now, it's uh, so much, you know, you've got to get them in the first 12 hours. You've got to get the DNA. You've got to get the... Uh, well, the forensics are so important, but actually what they're doing back in the 80s seems so basic. Oh, well, for instance, fingerprints wasn't digitised or automated. So if you had to check someone's fingerprints, you had a picture of someone's fingerprints and you had to go through actual people's printed fingerprints to look to see if you could find a match. It wasn't a computer oh, doing it. Somebody God. had to do it by their eyes, you know. I mean, it was ludicrous. Anyway, I don't want to kind of, throw in too many spoilers here but this is probably the worst serial killer that I have ever known of and when they tell you his name towards the end of the film I don't really recognize the name that much it's not like um, you'd go Ed Gain or Dennis Ted Nielsen Bundy or, or Dennis yeah. Nielsen or any of those lot you know you just think I don't really remember this guy but it's outrageous the thing he did and the difficulty it was in getting him and tracking him down because he was so random in the way he was doing it so there were some connections that people could make, but um, the types of victims were children and pensioners and everybody in the middle. So it was just bizarre. But the final episode, when you actually see him, when they catch him. Oh, and, you see him. Uh, and you, you get to see who he is. I mean, 
oh, it's just so weird, you know, it's like God almighty, you know. So I couldn't recommend it enough, really. It's a really oh, good, you could, you could do it in two nights because you could do two episodes and then another two, you know, or you could stretch it over four nights or, or if you're bored during the day or anything. But it's really worth kind of concentrating on listening to because the two cops, I think, are fantastic. They're still alive and it's them telling you the story of how they tracked him and they lost and they won and then they lost and then they won. And, you know, had things been differently, many, many lives could have been saved and there were other people that let them down, that led to other murders. They could have caught him okay. sooner if things had done Don't tell jobs. us anymore. No. But um, it's The Night Stalker. It's on Netflix, four one hours, 7.6 on IMDb. I absolutely, really enjoyed it. And it definitely has something to do with my age. So I think if you're aged between 40 and 60, you're going to love it because you'll remember the 80s for, for as they were, you know. Okay. Can I ask you something? So would you watch this at night time? Did you watch this at night time? I watched most of it at night time, yeah. yeah. Was it, did it give you bad dreams? Um, I think one night I had a slightly odd dream that I was being stalked by somebody, yeah, um, definitely. Okay, because that's this, what I was thinking about too, you might want to, yeah, it's quite horrific, isn't it mm. quite horrific? Yeah, it is, yeah, I mean there's photographs of, of dead bodies and stuff like that. I think that. the reason why it's quite horrific is because it is true. Yes. You know, in a and movie it, you can kind of go, it's a movie. I think it's the archetypal, like, childhood nightmare that somebody breaks into your house, kills mm. your parents and abducts you as a mm. child. And that, mm. that happened, you know, on many occasions. Um, so... Don't tell us anymore. Yeah, OK. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine recommendation if you've got a good stomach. Great. If you've got a good stomach. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, it, just to counteract that, I'm going to give a DIY tip. Ooh, nice. Um, so this is from my mum, Gabby. For clarity's sake, she's actually yeah. my stepmum, but I don't yeah. call her my stepmum. She is, to all intents and purposes, my mum. She's amazing. And um, so my mum called me up and she said, I've got something for your podcast. And I get so excited when I get family recommendations because firstly, I love the fact that all of them are trying things out and getting in touch with me and telling me about things because they want to, you know, they want to spread the love. You yes. know, when you find yeah, a product absolutely. that's really yeah. good, you want to tell everybody about it. Mm -hmm. So she was so chuffed with this product. She was like, you're not going to believe this. This is amazing. <laughs> Great. So it's by a brand called Honwell, which is spelled H-O-N-W-E-L-L. -L. And they are, when you hang a picture on the wall, mm -hmm. it is so nice if the lights are sort of dimmed in the room and only the picture is lit. Yes. It just looks so classy. Mm -hmm. And if you've got a nice picture that, that you really like, yeah. or that kind of really matches the room or go, the colors go perfectly with everything, it's so nice to make a bit of a feature of it. Yes. Now there are two things going on. Firstly, if you wanna put uh, a light in that's gonna light your picture retrospectively. Yeah, it's you a know, big job. You've got to, what do you have to do? What's it called? Channel. You have to get the channel. Thank you. Yeah, you have to channel out the walls. And, you know, Michael, I know you can do all of this stuff, but lots of people, and especially women on their own or single mums, it's hard to do. It would cost you money to get the electrician in, blah, blah, blah. So you don't do it. You leave the picture dark. Yes. And my, my mum is just the greatest interiors uh, lady. She just, she's 
interiors lady. She's just amazing <laughs> at interior design. She has a really, really good eye. Yes. And she does things and lights things in a way that you think, wow, I'd never seen that picture before. And now suddenly it's like the statement piece in the room. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Honwell do these LED spotlights. So they're ceiling lights. Mm -hmm. You stick them on the ceiling. So midpoint yeah. where your picture is. Um, they're wireless. They're AA battery powered. Uh, they're dimmable. They're remote controllable. They're dimmable. Yes. Ooh, so, you okay. know, you don't want oh. your picture too bright. Yeah. You want to be able to dip, dim it down. Or so dimmable daytime, and remote control. And remote control. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And also they have the head comes down and it can uh -huh. swivel any way you want. Okay. So, you know, you stick the light up and then you could, you could light that. But if you want to yeah. light something else or a piece of china or, you know, in another area in the room. Anyway. Mm. They stick on anywhere. They're white. And let's face it, most people's ceilings are white. Are white, yeah. You would never notice when you walk into a room that, mm -hmm. that it's stuck. It looks like it's always been there and it's meant to be there. Yeah. £16.99 on Amazon. Oh, that's good, isn't it? £16.99. It's really, really good. And it makes an enormous difference. And actually, judging by the light I've got in this room right now, I need to stick one here and one here. Yes, uh, so, oh, you do. Uh, you can light you. <laughs> to light me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that it's such a brilliant idea. And I do think that pictures, you know, lots of people have lovely pictures in their house or pictures of their kids or their family or something really nice on the wall. And, and it never gets the attention it deserves, yes, it deserves because yeah. you can't see it properly. And in the evening, I feel like lighting is the most important thing. Like in the evening, I would never put overhead lights on. I would only light a room yeah. by lamps. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one lamp and just a, a lit picture just looks so nice and cosy. Yeah. It does. Um, yeah, I, you showed me a picture of these and said, look at these things. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, they're quite good. But the fact that they're dimmable and remote control is, is a different league altogether. I'll um, post a picture that's on a the very, very lake good, in the cut page. Yeah, that's a very, very good recommendation. I might even get them for my little house here, actually. Those three I, I really can't recommend them high enough. It's such yeah. a good idea. Last week, we reviewed that thing called Back with uh, Mitchell and Webb. Yes. So this more? is good. Uh, well, no, I've watched them all, but <gasps> Thursday, which if you're listening to this, will be yesterday, season two of Back Starts. So I watched the trailer for that, and that looks great. So it's only Tuesday. We're recording this on Tuesday night, so I've not yet to see it, but I, I couldn't recommend it enough. But before you start, make sure you watch season one. It's been interesting. I've had lots of messages from followers saying, oh, my God, I forgot about Back, you know, and they were really excited about it. And then my dad rang and he said, oh, I watched I watched it back to back, ironically. <laughs> uh, and he said, God, it was really good. Can't wait for season two. So back's coming out. So I'm looking forward to looking at that. And then perhaps next week we can um, we can have a little chat about that. This lockdown has been a nightmare for the internet. Um, I, I don't know if everybody's stuck at home and everyone's I've really, home, I've really struggled. It's a nightmare. The, the bandwidth has been reduced in somewhat. Um, so I bought myself a Wi-Fi booster from um, Amazon. Uh, I did a bit of research, first of all, to make sure I was getting one that that was going to work. And then it didn't require lots of all the stuff to go with it. So um, I, I'm just trying to find the, um, the name for it. I'm quite annoyed because 
I didn't get that info from you and I bought one and you've said that I've got one that's too fancy. It looks uh, quite complex, the one you've bought. What I liked about this one, it was pretty straightforward. You plugged it in and you did one or two things and then it just worked. So it's called a Victure, V-I-C-T-U-R-E, Victure dual band Wi-Fi booster. And it's from Amazon and it was $35.99. Now, I thought that was a bit expensive and I ummed and ahed for quite a while about whether I was going to buy it or not. But essentially, you plug it in near your router um, and then it produces its own Wi-Fi network. You connect to its Wi-Fi network through your phone and then you put in your actual Wi-Fi network's details into it so it can connect to your Wi-Fi network. A green light flashes and you go and plug it in anywhere around your house you want to extend the Wi-Fi to. Where have you got it? In your kitchen? So, no, I haven't. Uh, so the router's in the living room down here. The kitchen's a bit of a black spot, but I've started to do my hair talks from the loft uh, on Instagram Live. So I wanted to make sure the signal boosted up to the loft. Now, in my living room, I get 126 megabits a second, which is great. Is that, I mean, that, is that good? Okay. That's very, very good. So, you know, to stream something, you need about six megabits a second. So if I'm getting 126, you know, it's massive massive but as soon as you go upstairs it drops off the, a cliff you know i get about 10 so i took this booster stuck it in the boys rooms which is um not directly above the living room but upstairs and away from the living room and then my loft room is above their room if you can imagine i got so you'd get it oh in, in the loft in the loft 112 megabit in the loft where i was wow. only getting something like seven before so it is taking the signal from the living room connecting it to, to upstairs wirelessly and then boosting it through the loft it is really pretty impressive, this Wi-Fi booster. I've led, I've led, I've read lots of very good reviews on it. It's 364 uh, ratings on there. It's four and a half stars. Um, a lot of the complaints are just people trying to set it up. But as long as you just follow the basic instructions yeah. and don't drift too much, it's very straightforward to set up. But it's made a considerable difference. It's dual band, which means five gigahertz or 2.4 gigahertz. And that depends largely on how strong the signal is around the house. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You can, you can move between those two frequencies if you like. But um, it's, it's been great. And, it, you know, I do my Instagram lives from the loft for half an hour of solid streaming to, uh, to Instagram. And I've yet to have any glitches or problems or anything like that. So I would highly recommend one of these things. 
so many people are working from home. So many people are setting up home offices. But then yep. if you've got kids homeschooling and, mm. and, you know, other people trying to do shopping lists or get online or do stuff or, you know, also working like I'm all of us are working. I've got five teenagers all locking down with me yeah. uh, and, and me trying to work on the Internet. Mm. And it's really, really hard. So I'll take a picture of this um, so we can stick it on the Entail app if yeah. you're listening there. But it's on Amazon, 35.99 Victor dual band Wi-Fi booster. So you no, won't I... get more Wi-Fi than you actually get in your living room. It just boosts the signal of it around the house. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, good. I would like to talk to you about, um, I went on a wormhole and you know, we love it when we go on a wormhole. Like when you think you're going to talk about something yes, and then you get locked into something else and you think, oh my God, I've made an amazing discovery and I need to share this with everybody. And this has happened about Little Women. So we watched Little uh, Women yes. the other night and I know that you sort of wanted to watch it yeah, I do. Um, before, but like haven't managed to see it yet. I wanted to watch it last year. I kind of missed it completely, but it's, so it's a movie. It's two hours, 15 minutes long, but it's 7.8 on IMDb. Good. Um, it is written and directed by Greta Gerwig, who is kind of an amazing woman. She's yeah. in her late 30s. She's been nominated for three Oscars. And when I read she'd been nominated for three Oscars, uh -huh. I disappeared down the wormhole because I thought, oh God, what's she been nominated for? And I went and looked her up uh -huh. on IMDb. And she wrote and directed a film from 2017 called Lady Bird. Have you heard uh, of that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sonny. Have you? To see that. I, I haven't seen okay. it. Okay. loved it, yeah. Because um, I watched the trailer for Lady Bird. Mm. And anybody out there that's got teenage kids of any age, any, kind, any teenage kid will absolutely love this film. I hate California. I want to go to the East Coast. I want to go where culture is, like How New in the York, world did I raise such or at least snow. Connecticut or New Hampshire, no, where writers live in the woods. Get into those schools anyway. Mom, you should just go to City College. You know, with your work ethic, just go to City College and then to jail and then back to City College and then maybe you'd learn to pull yourself up and not expect everybody to do everything. Lady Bird, is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quotes? I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. It's um, a 7.4 on IMDb. It's only an hour and 34 minutes. It's got Saoirse Ronan and Timothy Chalamet in again, and both of them are in Little Women, so she clearly loves working with those guys. Yeah. Um, it looks absolutely brilliant, and we're all going to watch it tonight. So I, that was a very pleasurable um, yes. kind of minutes that I lost there. Mm -hmm. um, but I do want to say about Little Women, Little Women has got the most extraordinary cast. I mean, I've just mentioned Saoirse Ronan and Timothy Chalamet, but it's got Emma Watson in it, um, Florence Pugh, James Norton, uh, Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. Laura, Laura Dern. Yeah, okay, great, yeah. And Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name, but he's brilliant, isn't he? <laughs> Um, yep. So it's a really, really good cast. And there's something about every time Saoirse Ronan comes on the screen. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's obviously in Little Women. She does play the most fantastic character, a very carefree mm -hmm. 
slightly impish. She's what we would probably call an activist. Okay, yes. In today's sort of culture. Yeah. And she is fiery and passionate, but on camp, the camera loves Saoirse Ronan. My God, yeah. when, and particularly in this film, because I was watching her in Lady Bird in the, in the trailer and there she looks like a sort of awkward teenager and she plays that part so brilliantly. But in this film, she has turned into, blossomed into uh, a young woman who is at odds with her femininity and at odds with her allure and doesn't want it or doesn't want to acknowledge it. But at the same time, no, she holds some kind of power and it's really, really brilliantly made and shot and beautiful. And this Greta Gerwig, what a director. I mean, she didn't write the whole thing, but she did a co-write Little Women and she wrote and directed Ladybird. So huge talent, female mm. director, writer. And I really enjoyed both of these films. And if you're in lockdown with kids, teenagers in particular, it's a these are two great films to catch. Very good. Um, yes, yeah. We talked about Little Women after you'd seen it. It's a, mm. It sounds like a film that is up my street, actually. So mm. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, Lady Bird slightly passed me by for one reason or me another. Me too. I, but, I'd never um, heard of it. Oh yeah, so it or anything. I'd seen several trailers for it, and Sonny was very keen to see it. And then I spoke to him one day, and he'd watched it with his mum, and I thought, oh, and he really enjoyed it. So, um, so it yeah, might be oh, one to watch with Joel if Joel hasn't watched yes. it. Yeah. Uh, the problem I've got with Joel is that we season four Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> You've got to finish. How oh, far are wow. you into season four? Uh, we did, I think, episode one of season four last night. We did two wow. of them, actually. We did one early on and one just before I went to bed. Um, I, I know I've prattled on about this before, but the, the re-watching of Breaking Bad is just the remembering of, of how brilliant something like that is. It's unbeatable, in my opinion, on every level. Skylar's superb in it. Walter's brilliant in it. Hank's brilliant in it. That Gus Fring guy's brilliant in it. Yes, like it's just relentless, endless, brilliant characters. If you've not seen Breaking Bad, what are you doing? And if you have seen it and you have nothing to watch, just go and watch it again. It, the, I can't remember most of it. I can't remember what's happening in tonight's episode we're going to watch. I'm so excited about it because I know what happens in the end, obviously, but I can't remember how they get there. How did we end up talking about that? Oh, yeah, Joel. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've, I've lost Joel to Breaking Bad. Okay, so all, after all you finished... Yeah, in a few months, finished. in a few months' time, you can, <laughs> yeah. you can watch. Yeah, we can get yeah. into that. So yes, this weekend I bumped into a film called The Equalizer Two with Denzel Washington, and um, I have seen it before, but I'd forgotten just how much I love Denzel Washington and how exciting he is as an actor, and also the things I think he's trying to say within the movies that he does. But I, I've forgotten how action-packed it is and how brilliant it is. Basically a revenge kind of vengeance type movie. He's obviously ex-CIA, Navy SEAL, SAS, super dude, but he now just works as a caretaker or an Uber driver or something like that. And he's like the littlest hobo, you know, he's just kind of fighting crimes as and when he stumbles across them, you know, and basically uh, beating up baddies and trying to save goodies. But um, the how whole film- this film? Um, two years old, I would say, The Equalizer 2, so it's quite new. And then I realised that Equalizer 1's out as well, and I think they were both on... I think they're both on all four at the moment, or more four, or film four. So if you go onto your Virgin Box or Skybox or whatever, you'll see Equalizer 1, Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington. 
I think they're both great. They're real shoot 'em up action kind of movies, but they've got a real moral kind of thread running through them. There's a kind of nice touch about race, I think, that comes into them that Denzel handles just superbly. I've seen him several times being tried to being drawn into a debate about Black Lives Matter and things like that. And he so skillfully works around it in such a brilliant way that's supportive yet you know has a kind of firm independent stance on a view that you never really get a handle on but you get the feeling he's trying to tell you something about where he sits on all of that in these movies and it's brilliant there's a scene with a young black guy in it where they're, they're talking about trying to he's trying to encourage this guy to to use his art to free himself from the kind of trappings of youth culture that he's, he's stuck in to do with drugs and gangs and violence and stuff like that it's just a brilliant scene in it where he just says something really powerful you know and you go wow you know, i wish somebody had said that to me when i was a kid you know so anyway i, I couldn't recommend them enough if you just after a bit of action and, and fun but with this really nice kind of moral story threaded through it equalizer one and two they're on more four at the moment denzel washington how old do you think he is i think he's about 65 now is that can we look that up can you, could yeah, you look that up? I'll do it. Have I'll you do got it right a phone now. anywhere? Because I've I've got to just say that he is still doing action movies yeah. and looking so freaking hot and cool mm. in these action movies. Yeah. I just think he's so, such a great elder statesman. The Equalizer was 2014. The Equalizer 2 was 2018. So a couple His of birthday, years ago, yeah. His birthday, the 28th of December, 1954. Yeah. He's 66 years old. Shut up. I know. Amazing, isn't it? I've got to say, because I've, in I've interviewed him. You've interviewed him, yeah. yeah and I I've told this story many times, so I won't tell it again. But he is the nicest, yeah. nicest, most giving. I was a nervous rookie interviewer who didn't really know what she was doing. I was a bit of a twat and he was so nice and generous <laughs> with me. And you don't forget stuff like that. He's a great man. Mm. Um, and often it's interesting, the really big stars that just go on and on and on are very nice people. I'm thinking Tom Cruise, I don't care what you think about his religious yeah. Yeah. Uh, slant. He, he's, he comes across as just the nicest man. You've mm. got George Clooney, yeah, lovely yeah. guy, you know, Denzel, mm. amazing man. Chadwick mm. Boseman seemed mm. like just the loveliest guy. Will Smith. I mean, yeah. the list goes on and on. And it's yeah, the, it the ones that are total wazzocks that actually don't last very long. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants so, to work with them. Well, he, he's great. So I think you've just been voted or nominated the greatest actor of the 21st century. Who do you think is the greatest actor of the 21st century? I think that I am always on the lookout for a Tom Cruise movie and I'm always really excited to see one come on. And I don't mind what it is. I watched Born on the 4th of July not long ago. It's outrageously good. He is fantastic in that. He's fantastic in Tropic Thunder. He's brilliant in Mission Impossible. Like the, the firm, like, where do you want to go? Like every movie is- Magnolia. Magnolia's just incredible. It's such a weird departure for him, that movie, but oh, like everything. So, good. so for me, he's hard to beat. And then hearing him do that 
speech to the crew on Mission Impossible yeah. 7 recently where he was really angry at yeah. giving them a hard time because of the COVID stuff. You just, you just think, God, why can't I work for a guy like this? He sounds yeah. bloody amazing. Um, and it's all for the love of film. I don't, don't yeah. think it's for the love of his own ego and wants to be brilliant no. or win an Oscar. He just wants to make the best possible film he can make. Um, and why not? You know, that's all he needs to do. And he does it. I'm He's brilliant. 100% with you. <clears throat> so um, I'm 100,000% so, yeah. with you. He's amazing. I would like to talk about another household mm. DIY thing. It's a quickie. Mm-hmm. So I posted on my own personal Facebook page, uh, just a sort of making the cut little page to uh, for us to play around with me and my friends, like if they had any recommendations. Suddenly, this friend of mine turns into basically an, an, a <laughs> producer of this program. She just starts <laughs> posting things yeah. like on a daily basis that are just off the charts amazing. Mm-hmm. So she found this thing, which it was funny because when she posted it online, about 50 of my friends all went, oh, my God, these are amazing. I'm going to go and buy them right now. And then have posted again going, I've bought them. Here's a picture of them, you know, in my house. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. So this friend of mine is called Kate Thompson. Uh And uh, Kate is married to Alex Thompson. You know, my friend who uh, is the sailor who was Mm -hmm. uh, just sadly had to exit from the Vendee Globe round the world yacht race. Um, But uh, so Kate Thompson is another very, very proficient interior decorator. She or her home is always immaculate. Uh, She just knows how to make things look beautiful. And she found these lights, again, a light. Um, Mm -hmm. It's by a brand called Rakoki, R-A-C-O-K-K-Y. And they're wireless. Again, they are sort of like they, you can put them anywhere. They're like a little strip light. They're 24 mm-hmm. LED motion sensor lights all in a strip. And in a kitchen, they're quite good. You can put them under a counter. They are USB rechargeable, which is so handy. So when they run out, but she said she'd had them on for like months. Um, but when they run oh, out, really? you just plug them into the USB recharger and off you go. But where they're brilliant is for nightlights. So under a bed, like yeah. because they're motion sensors. So if you get out of your bed at night, it gives you a tiny little light. I love a motion sensor light yes. to go when you get up to yes. go for a wee. Yeah. I need to you be know, guided by the skirting the board in yep. the loo, exactly, or hidden mm. behind the loo, or um, you know, in cupboards under the stairs that are so annoying that you can never get to. And again, you know, trying to get an electrician round to get the wires to where you need it to be. This is just literally a stick-on strip light in a garage. You know, uh, on the yeah. stairs, quite nice at night. You can kind of walk up the stairs and the, and the lights go with you. £25.99 on Amazon. Great. Uh, like I say, a guided light for going to the Wii. I mean, yeah. I'd like it going kind to of the Wii. A, a stri- an airport runway strip way of lights just got yeah. up, lighting up, guiding me to the loo and back at night. That would be great. That's that a great, great idea. Yeah. Let's do a couple of shout outs. Okay. I think we're, we're probably thundering on here. It's hard to remember what I've read out and what I've not read out. There was something I really wanted to read out. I said I was going to read something for someone, but sometimes they get lost in the mix. Teresa Lovelace. She said, I've just listened with interest. Wait, to your... stop, stop. Yeah. Her, what is her surname? <laughs> I was like, let's just make sure I get this right. 
Yeah, it says Teresa Lovelace. Her name is Lovelace. Well, it says it is, yeah. No, but wait, do you not think that is one of the greatest surnames ever? Yeah, I mean, she, she should get she together. She sounds with... like she'd be in like a 70s sort of... No, Midsummer I, Murders. I... Yeah, but or like sort of not a soft erotic film. Oh. No, like Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Uh, Emmanuel. Yeah. Emmanuel de... Um, featuring Teresa Lovelace. So, Lovelace. <laughs> yeah, That's she needs to team up name. with uh, Lovejoy. Lovejoy and Lovelace Lace get together. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's too much. <laughs> Teresa Lovelace says, Hey, I listened to, with interest to your chat about the clink and prisoners. Remember last week we talked about the clink yeah, restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says, yeah. If you ever go to Dorset, you must visit the Jailhouse Cafe on Portland. It's run by prisoners on day release. It's quite good, isn't it? Now, fabulous oh, wow. reviews. Where's that? Food is great. It says in Dorset, and then it says on Portland, but it might mean in Portland. Uh, on and in is often a predictive text problem. Also, tell Michael it's not good in prison. I mean, what is quite funny about that is that um, I did say last week that I really feel like I should probably spend some time in prison for a crime I didn't commit, just for the experience. I think Teresa Lovelace is very much talking me out of that. She yeah. said, uh, I visited for my training as a magistrate, uh, sadly, a few years ago, and um, he said it was pretty bad. I decided to train as a Samaritan instead, and um, as they helped him Aww. at his lowest moments. Uh, yes, anyone who trains as a Samaritan, who works for the Samaritans, uh, big up. I mean, a hell of a job, that, and really, really worthwhile. Yeah. Amazing that this, this journey into a prison for something else changed her life in such a dramatic way. Mm. I, I, I've done a bit of work in prisons, um, but I would say that the work that I've done in female prisons has been the hardest, hardest of all. Oh, yeah, um, I can imagine. Very, very tough. Yeah. Um, but thanks, Teresa. That is, that is really a good shout. And I, yeah. I would love to go and I would love to go with you and go and check that out one day. With me? Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't that. know Teresa. It might be a bit awkward if I went with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking, you're going out with Teresa for? I'm right here, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, this is from Karen Pressy. Pressy? Um, uh, hi, DNM. Loving the podcast, especially the Christmas ones, which resulted in me getting a Xylist pan. Blooming fantastic. Uh, so I, I have a recommendation for you for the removal of shellac gel nails. Yes, I, please, I use, yes. Yeah, yeah. It says I use jade, J-A-D-E. Uh, nail remover you just paint it on leave it for 10 minutes and it breaks down the polish and comes off so easily no fapping with foils on your fingertips i'm sure there's no. a few brands out there yeah sure there's a few brands out there that do this but i like jade as it's a vegan brand oh uh, by the way did you know that shellac is actually derived from the lac beetle another reason to pick up uh, to pick a vegan brand that's interesting uh, that shellac is uh, derived from a, be a beetle, the shellac beetle, because do you remember hairspray used to be called hair lacquer? Yes. Hair lacquer was because that came from the shellac, uh, the lac beetle, lacquer. It was crushed oh, beetle really? shell. Yeah. Um, so shellac, lacquer. It's funny how all these things end up in beauty products, you know. Uh, wow. But that's from Karen. Uh, thanks, Karen. Uh, very good indeed. Thank you, Karen. This is from Baz Chat, a creative artist. Oh, this is who we spoke about last week with the dog, I think, and all the... You remember the dog with all the, the, the headgear on? The artist? Oh, yes. 
remember last week I read out about an artist and he did portraits of your dog and yes. they had like a collage yes. of stuff yes. on them. Uh, so this amazing. is this and is... bottles and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So this is Bachelor. Yes, Hi guys. Just want to say a massive thanks for the shout out at the end of episode two today for my art. And so eloquently put by you, Davina. Um object she said something Truver. in French. Yes. Found objects in French. Okay. And as Michael put it, collage. <laughs> yeah. He says, being a northern lad myself from Blackpool, I fully understand. It's so nice to hear your accent, Michael. You certainly shocked uh, my sisters, uh, who were avid listeners to your podcast. They were straight on the phone to me, having had uh, a gin uh, and, and a sit down. Anyway, guys, so glad you like my work. And please, Davina or Michael, if you would like me to do a picture of one of your dogs, free of charge, please let me know. It would be a great pleasure. And I have plenty of time on my hands at the moment. Plus, art is great for mental well-being. Let me know. Cheers. Oh, that's That'd so nice. Yes, totally. But what <laughs> you know what we should do? We should get a picture of Ronnie and Bo together. Yes, and see if we could do... Like yeah, a, collage, a collage objet trouvé of yeah. both of them. Absolutely. Together. So you remember last week we uh, spoke yeah. about a poem that somebody wrote for us, um, and they have delivered the poem. But <gasps> I feel like... Feel like we should read it out next week i feel like i need to immerse myself in the poetry first and i feel like we should begin the podcast with the poem next week okay. and to like really big ourselves up yeah or, or big the poet up even um, oh. <laughs> time for rhyme what no i know it's just terrible like i'm going yeah let's big ourselves up but actually we're trying this is a recommendation show we're not yeah. supposed to be bigging ourselves up we're yeah. supposed to be bigging up a poet and uh, I'm going, yeah, yeah, let's talk about yeah, us. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it, it is very long. Um, mind you, it looks so, there's so many, there's so much it's detail. It's so good. There's so much detail in it. It's extraordinary. Okay. A time for a rhyme to you is the Instagram uh, name. So let's read that out next week. Should we open up with that next week? Yeah. Quite a nice opener, that, wouldn't it? I'll serenade you or you can serenade me. Well, maybe we could split it into two, right? Then you could read the first half, I'll read the second half, and we could have, like, a competition Perfect. about who can read properly. I'll drink Perfect. coffee before I do it. Great. Thanks for time for Ryan. Don't worry, it is coming. There was one other thing I just wanted to mention, which is this uh, Blue Dragon oyster sauce that I bought recently from Sainsbury's. Oh, yeah. You get it in all the stores. I do a stir-fry yeah. miso thing, and I bought I've this... i got it at home. ...that I thought I would just chuck in. Oh, my God, what a game-changer. I love this stuff. Have so you not you had do, oyster sauce? I, well, I probably had from the Chinese and stuff like that, but I normally just put like a bit of hot sauce in and then some garlic, olive oil and um, soy sauce. But I've never thrown oyster sauce into anything. Oh, before. really? Yeah. Like, you know, so it's oh a new my thing God. for me. Yeah, it's I'm, so I'm, good. I'm sure everybody's going, yeah, yeah, we all use oyster sauce. But if you don't, then get some and throw it in. And if you do, yeah. why didn't you tell me about it? Like, why do I have to wait all this years that to find like, out? like, I've got to tell you, uh, my cousin just off the cuff told me about hot wax for your vagina. And yeah. for years, I had been using strip wax. I'd okay. been going to the waxer and she'd mm -hmm. been using strip wax. And it was a long time ago now, but Victoria said, do you not use hot wax? And I was like, no, what's hot wax? She went, oh, my God. Yeah. Literally, like the waxing stopped hurting. I used to weep at the waxes. It was the most horrific experience ever. Yeah. And then, and I was like, 
Am I literally the last? I think I was the last person in the world to learn about hot wax. Hot wax. Yeah, well, you're not. And, because and I, nobody I told me about it. So I get what you're saying about the oyster sauce. It's like yeah. nobody told me. Thanks a lot, people. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but thanks so much for telling me about the hot wax because um, my vagina yeah. is really in need of, uh, yeah. of that. Listen, you may joke about it, but yeah. it's a thing. The waxing situation for women, it's an essential. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Unless uh, yeah. yeah no, we don't need to say any more about, about okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We get it. Hey, thanks, everybody. Uh, nice to speak to you all. I uh, uh, hope you have a nice weekend. And uh, thanks so much for listening. I think next week we've got a sponsored episode next week. Shut up. Yeah, we've no, got a sponsored don't, episode don't. next week. I'm so excited. Well, yeah, we're not going to tell anybody until the episode. But, yeah, um, you know, one of our favourites uh, has, has... One wants of our favourites. Yeah, our favourites wants I to sponsor mean, next I'm week's so episode. Happy. And we're delighted about that. So, yeah. And it's a product we, we recommended and we genuinely bloom in love. Yeah. So, so it's a no-brainer, really. Uh, yeah. we'd, talk, we'd talk about it for free, but don't tell them that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'll, I'll speak to you later tonight. Yeah? Yes. All right. Big hugs, Michael. You yeah, take you care. Too. And um, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care, everybody. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,